What a great way to wake up. With a cup of logic, reason, and common sense. Welcome to the Independence Morning View. Let's get to it. Good morning to you wherever you are in the world. I'm Johnny Anderson. I'm joined this morning by Bruce Adams. Good morning, Bruce. How are you today? Good morning. Um, I guess I should say uh, healthy and alive now that uh, COVID's back. Oh, yes. Yeah, that's that's great. Uh, I can't wait to talk about that this afternoon <laughs> because yeah. I, I can't tell you how happy I am that's back. You know, if you were to look at any media outlet today, you would think that there was never any riot in the U.S. ever. You, you would think that that, that never happened. There, there were never any protests, nothing. So... Now we're back to COVID, right? The U.S. is now the, the, the European Union. Like I said the other day, they're talking about banning flights from the U.S. because now the U.S. is the new epicenter. Do you see? Remember, I was talking the other day about how they flipped these things. Do you see what China's done? They flipped everything. See, now it's the U.S. that's got it. You see this? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh-huh. 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 Yeah, it's not being done by accident. So, yeah, we're going to talk not. COVID today. We're going to talk uh, the new coming mortgage. Cri- well, it's not coming. It's here. The new mortgage crisis in the U.S. We're going to talk a little bit on taxes and what they should have done rather than what they did. And I think we're going to get into we'll talk about some COVID stuff. And I think we're going to get into some NASCAR stuff as well. Talk about the uh, the Bubba Wallace incident with the uh, the garage door mm-hmm. pull handle, whatever in the world it was. We're going to talk about that. So, yeah, we got we got that coming up this afternoon. So what do we have this morning? Uh, something about country music. I understand country music is now racist. Yes. Yeah, because it doesn't allow for other racial stereotypes to uh, be integrated into it. So in other words, typically white people have the voice or the jive for it, right? That there's a stereotype for country music and black people typically don't fit in with that stereotype. They're usually in different genres of music. So they're saying it's racist. You know, I, I was never really a fan of country music. Some of it, I mean, it's some of the old stuff, the old classic, you know, like Merle Haggard and Johnny Cash and all that stuff. I mean, it's OK, but I never really considered it like I never looked at it as being racist ever. I don't know. I mean, like I said, I was never really that much of a fan of it. Maybe there were some other uh, country music singers that that would sing about that stuff. But I, I never actually I, I was never a fan of it. So I guess I never paid that much attention to it. My exposure to country music, it is not racist. It's literally so with that same logic, let's let's use the same logic of saying because it's mostly white people that listen to country music and it's mostly white people that uh, sing or perform in country music. That makes it racist. OK, rap is racist. Uses, I mean, if you use the same logic, then these other groups that are typically only one color type, right? They're racist. If Yes. No, it's not. It's not racist at all. It's literally it's just addressing a different demographic or a different people. Like, for example, typically people that listen to country music typically live in the country. When you look at the demographics of where the different races live, white people live mostly in in the country or, or, you know, the people that live in country in the country are white. We'll put it that way. So I guess that's racist uh, to live out in the country. I think it sets a precedent again. I mean, we're talking about two weeks ago. It was it was the NFL. Last week, it was breakfast. This week, it's country music and NASCAR. 
And so next week, it's going to be something else. So starting Monday, we'll have a new trend of some of some kind. We're going to have to look at again. It's ridiculous. Uh, it, it, it is it's just ridiculous. It is. But but see, it's about tearing down culture. Right. That's what it's about. Yeah. They don't care about anything else like the NASCAR thing. They don't care about that. Like the NASCAR fans and all that stuff. They could lose three quarters of those fans and they don't care. They don't care because they're going to get since we're in modern monetary theory, they're still going to get paid. They don't care that the sponsorships of these companies, these corporations, they're all on board. They don't care. They're not going to lose any of that stuff. So which we're going to talk about social media here in just a minute, I think. And that you mentioned something about one of their contribute their, their financial backers, which is a major international company they've pulled out. But that's for a couple of minutes. So the thing is, though, it's it. They think it's funny. Right. The 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 ones that are fostering this idea, no pun intended, Marty, because I know he's listening. The thing about it is, is that the the ones that are fostering this idea behind the scenes, the ones that are uh, going through and systematically changing everything and calling it racist, no matter what it is, whether it's breakfast or, you know, breakfast products or whether it's uh, NASCAR or whether it's a a Confederate flight, whatever, it, it doesn't matter. Right. Because it's about the destruction of the culture. They think it's funny. It's funny to them. That's where they're at with it. You, you think that it's that it's sad and it's meant to make you sad. And you think, well, what am I supposed to do about it? If somebody came over to your house and burned your house down and was standing there laughing at you outside of there as all of your possessions went up, what would you do to that person? This is what they're doing to the country. They're tearing down everything and they think it's funny and they've got stupid lemmings out there going along with it. So, yeah, it's it's not about country music, man. Never was. Never was. No, it's it's about pitting each other, you know, division, pitting them against each other, as you said, getting rid of our culture and our. Yeah, it, it it's but it's silly when you look at it and you go into it. It's like, no, it's silly. This It's just it's getting tiresome. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, you wait till we talk about some COVID stuff later today. You talk about mm-hmm. tires. Yeah. All right. Oh, no, so it's fun. I don't know what you're talking yeah, COVID's about. COVID's fun. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. COVID's <laughs> fun. Sure. I love wearing a mask everywhere I go. I love wearing a mask when uh-huh. I sleep, Bruce. Uh-huh. Yeah. You wear a mask yeah. when you sleep? Having. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And having been an empty house, done, not having to go to work. Empty house. Yeah. 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 <laughs> mm-hmm. um, OK. So no, seriously, Facebook, they had what you were telling me just a few minutes before we went live. You, you said that um, one of their backers is pulled out. Yeah. Uh, Unilever. Uh, they're halting advertising with Twitter and Facebook. Okay, so Unilever, this is a big company. This is a big deal. So Unilever, I mean, I buy products from Unilever. Maybe I should start buying more. So what's their reasoning behind the pullout? Uh, Basically, they're saying based on the current polarization and the election that we are having in the U.S., there needs to be much more enforcement in the area of hate speech, blah, blah, blah. Unilever's executive vice president of global media said uh, wait, wait 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 hold on a minute so they're, they're pulling out because they don't think facebook's being hardcore enough yeah that's that's kind of what it, it looks like okay i guess i'm not buying unilever products well unilever though when, when you look at the uh products and the subsidiaries and all that stuff ben and jerry's is one of them okay that's enough said ben and jerry's by the way ben and jerry's actually has I saw the video Ben and Jerry's actually has trucks inside of Chaz handing out free ice cream to everybody to support the cause and, and translation Ben and Jerry's is a communist uh, type they they have been known to have very progressive leanings yes very, mm. very progressive mm-hmm. leanings, and, and they don't hide it now if a company wants to take that stance so be it. I mean, honestly, I, I really don't care. But that doesn't mean that I'm going to support that company. The thing is, is if a company wants to come out and make that stance, that's that company's business. I don't care. 
politics has no place in the business world, as far as I'm concerned. But if a business wants to come out, take a stance on something, the free market should sort that out, in my opinion, in my humble opinion. It should sort that out. So, for example, Ben and Jerry's comes out, they make a political statement like that. If I don't agree with that political statement or that message that they carry, then I just simply won't buy those products and other people that don't agree with it won't either. So again, I mean, I let the free market sort it out. I really don't care where a corporation stands, but I guess my my attitude towards it is I don't think the corporation should take a stance at all because I know historically where corporations go. I, I know the stances that they take and they always side on whatever they think is going to be the winning team, which in this case, <laughs> no, it's not. But they, they always jump on board with whatever because either they don't know and they get into it with the intent of uh, getting into getting on board with like a PR type thing, or they genuinely believe in the cause. Nike, for example, do you think anybody from Nike's actually gone to BLM's website and read their charter? I'll bet you they haven't. Maybe the leadership has, possibly. Maybe, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. It gets worse too, by the way. Um, okay. So that is what they're saying, right? Unilever is saying you guys aren't being hard enough on hate speech. So Are you kidding me? we're out. Are you that, kidding that's, me? That's what, that's what they're saying. Yeah. Uh, both to Twitter and Facebook. But then that's not all. There's also, there's other brands that have announced boycotts on Facebook specifically, as, as mentioned here, uh, because they, let's see, they're, they're spending advertising for the month of July or at least through the end of July. Procter & Gamble, that's another one that is spending uh -huh. advertising for both Facebook and Twitter because they're not moderating hateful and discriminatory content. Yeah, uh, that's basically so. Yeah, they're, they're cutting funding saying they aren't doing enough. So expect to see even more crackdowns on, on Facebook and Twitter uh, for, for hate speech and anything that they de uh, deem hate speech. It makes me wonder what they actually consider to be that if that's the case. So what, speech, I mean, what, yeah. what? Yeah. What does it have to be? I mean, uh -huh. they're throwing everybody off that voices an opinion other than whatever the mob says. So how are you not censoring hate speech at that point? I mean, look what YouTube's doing. They're banning people for life for things they don't say. Yeah. How is that? I mean, or, how much more of an extreme stance do you want them to take? Yeah. Or banning people for something they've said off the platform somewhere else. Do I do I need to say it? Uh, social credit. Social credit. Yep, that's what it's turning into. All right. Joe Biden, what do we got? Well, he's down to four finalists for his vice presidency. We've got Kamala Harris. Elizabeth, okay, I hear Elizabeth she's Warren. A, I hear Kamala Harris. I hear she's a heavy favorite at the moment. Yeah. Warren, I think she's the only white woman that's um, being, uh, you know, is, is a final a finalist. We've got Representative Val Dimmings. Of Florida and Atlanta Mayor Keisha Lance Bottoms. Warren is seen as the most progressive of them. I, I don't know about that. Kamala is pretty, pretty far left. She's uh, far she left, is. yes. But Elizabeth Warren yeah. is, she is like, she's hardcore. She She's hardcore. If you turn her loose, she's all about the Green New Deal, right? That's her thing. And the Green New Deal is, well, you know what it is. We did a podcast on it. Yeah. They're saying... Left, the left is a little bit hesitant uh, towards Harris and Demings because they both have uh, roots in California's uh, uh, as as one of California's top prosecutors and you know the the head of Orlando's police department. 
So Harris was the prosecutor and Demings was once the um, head of the police department in Orlando. So obviously they're, they're, they're concerned there because they're part of the legal system, I guess, with their current concerns with law enforcement and whatnot. So I think that's what where that stems from. Kamala Harris. What Kamala Harris, what why why are they picking her? What's the reasoning behind that? I understand the the Atlanta mayor. I mean, she's a radical. I mean, all of them are trying to be radical at this point. So it's not gonna be Elizabeth Warren. Biden's gonna be pushed into taking somebody, uh, a woman of color, right? It's, it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. But now with COVID, uh, and we're gonna work this in, COVID. They're saying that because of this, they're going to have to do a virtual DNC now, right? Because all oh, there's this resurgence and we're, we, yeah, we can't do it. I can see this from both parties. I can see, you know, there's a, do you know they have Republicans for Joe now? Did you know that? Yeah. Yeah. Republican, they some, yeah. Republicans for Joe. You turncoat pieces of garbage. Every last one of you. You, yeah, you sell out. Honestly, sell out. I, I don't. I don't care if they want to go and vote for Biden or, you know, as Republicans. I really don't care. What I care about, are you standing with the Constitution? Clearly not by going for Biden. Exactly. So that's that's more what I'm concerned with, uh, yeah, whether exactly. or not they. Yeah. Yeah. OK, fine. Yeah. I, vote, I don't vote I don't her for whoever yeah. you want. But you, he doesn't represent right. anything American. Nothing. He's he's <laughs> representing the corrupt network that needs to be taken down. Now, yeah. if you're a Republican and you're involved in that then I guess you need to support Joe to protect your own sorry ass, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, yeah. All right, fine. That's fine. But turn your card in. Turn your party card in as you walk out the door and don't let it hit you in the ass on the way out, okay? You asked why Kamala uh, was was a possible candidate, yeah? Yes. Yeah. The the whole reason that these four women are uh, being considered is that exact reason. They're female. That's it. It's identity politics. And the reason he's being pressured, three of the four are of color. That's why it's 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 just politics. It's not based on their capabilities or any of that. It's solely based upon identity politics. OK, well, still. Uh, but yeah, OK. All right. What, what, let me run this one by you again, because I said this a while back. Right. I was getting into the virtual DNC. Right. Virtual conventions on yes. both sides, on both sides. OK, so virtual convention, Republican side, the Republicans block Trump, the, the GOP. Right. They, the, the old guard, the Lindsey Graham's that type. Right. They block him so he doesn't get put on the ticket. No people there. No pushback. Yeah. They don't have the angry mob to deal with from the people pushing back on it. OK. I'm just I'm formulating this in my head. Virtual Democrat convention. Joe Biden's removed from the ticket. Enter Hillary and Obama. What do you think? So if they were to kick Trump out and not allow him, you know, replace him and they replace him with somebody more progressive or somebody that's going to protect the old guard, they will have riots and it will be in their in their various cities and whatnot. I mean, eh, it could be really bad doing something like that. I don't know. I, I honestly don't know with conservatives. I really don't. How much how much can conservatives take before they they snap and you start seeing like, you know, riots where they go and, you know, they're they're storming like government buildings or something. Well, I don't know. They're, they're I, I testing that at the moment. <laughs> they are testing that at the moment. They are. Yeah. And as far as uh, the Democrats, look, <laughs> If you guys want to have a chance, unless you're trying to play the victim card and, you know, have Trump beat up on an elderly old man, you know, with mental condition, unless you're looking for that sympathy vote, I don't know why you would keep Biden at this point. But again, actually, I don't know that people would riot for that one because 
he doesn't have a huge base that's that's very energetic for him. He had three people at a rally. Yeah. yeah. Well, and not only that, but the live streams, like his live streams are like, which you could sit at home and watch, right? His numbers are like 200, 400. I mean, the numbers are really, really small. And they give Trump crap for having 6,000, uh, according to the officials, when the campaign counted 12,000. But either way, they were still able to garner that many people. That many people were willing to, in the middle of a pandemic, go out and go to the rally. Well, Bruce, it seems like they have a bit more of an energetic base. Maybe. Bruce, you're missing yeah. you're missing the bigger point here. According to Joe Biden, we've lost a third of the country already to COVID. Mm, uh, you know, mm, we, we've yeah, had 130 true. million deaths, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so we, we've we've got to deal with that. We, we have to deal with it. That's why I'm saying they need to replace him on the ticket. They have to replace him. Yeah. And without a, a physical convention, by doing it virtually, they don't have to worry about pushback from anybody. So if they replace him on the ticket, which I mean, at this point, I don't think anybody would even show up at the convention if he's pulling those kinds of numbers you're talking about. Man, I don't know. I honestly don't know, because you still have the the left that are hardcore and want to radically change America to, you know, uh, socialist or fascist. But then you, you have the, the pandemic. So I, I honestly don't know. Even the left and the right both are embroiled in the whole pandemic thing and there there's a large portion of both sides that are terrified of the pandemic i honestly don't recall this kind of fear with the flu do you i i don't remember having businesses schools cities locked down because of the flu kind of yeah anyway no no there hasn't been any of that but see this is this is where they're at see they've already they've already triggered it See, that, that's that's just it. They've already triggered it. So now they have to own it. It's too late for them. They can't go back on it now. So they have to keep with it. So it, example, I, I've said this before during the Trump impeachment. Do you remember? I, I've said it before. It was a lie, right? Everybody knew it was a lie. But see, here's the problem. The Democrats went to war, but it was based on a lie. But see, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Because it's too late. You're at war. So you have to go to war and you have to fight on that lie. And this is what they're doing with COVID. It's the same thing. It's there. So they've already played that card once. They know it's a lie. They know it's a lie, but they don't care. They are at war. They're at war with our system. They're at war with our way. So whether it's true or not is, is completely irrelevant. It's not about any of the stuff they say it is. It's not about public health. It's not about protecting people. They, they don't care about that stuff. They are at war and they're at war based on that lie that they have put onto the people. So they have to fight that war on that it has to happen for them. The rest of us think, you know, what? You, you people are just crazy. They are crazy. They are crazy. They belong in an institution, which I'm not the only person saying that. We have a clip coming up later on this afternoon of a concerned citizen saying just that. So uh, we'll have to get to that later on today. So anything else you got this morning? Yeah. No, it's just uh, well, we can talk about it later. But officials are just clamoring for another shutdown because yeah. of COVID-19. The Fauci saying we need more testing. Gates is saying the U.S. isn't even close to, to doing enough to curb the COVID-19. Uh, we have, you know, mayors and governors that are saying, yeah, we're going to lock things down again. That may be necessary. Blah, 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 blah. And I, I'm not sure Americans are ready, are, are going to shut down again. I, I, I don't know. No, they're... Uh... What'd you say? They're testing uh, how much more conservatives will take before they snap. They're testing that. 
Yeah. So they need that though. Yeah. If you want to, if you want to overthrow things, you need the both sides fighting each other. You do. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. People have got to wake up. I know people listening to us. I know you people are awake, but everybody else, they're in this slumber. I I don't know what it's going to take. I really don't. If you sit there and you think, well, I'm just going to play golf and I'm going to watch my 401k. (laughs) I got news for you. You're not going to have a 401k. Okay. So until you get that through your head or worse yet, you wake up and it's gone. And then you think, what am I going to do now? It's too late at that point. Well, I'm not going to get too deep into that. But anyway. All right, we're going to have to go. Uh, thank you for your time this morning, Bruce. Thank you to all the listeners. For all these topics and more, please check us out later on this afternoon, and I hope everyone has a great morning.